0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Talk. You may have read yesterday that data centres in Ireland now account for 14% of the total energy requirement for this country. That's more than all of the rural homes in Ireland put together. So how do technology companies reduce their carbon footprint when one of the biggest emitters of carbon are the very server farms that dot-com companies use the most? Well, that's what my next guest hopes to do. Ellen Moeller is one of the founders of Watershed, which advises companies like Spotify, Monzo and Airbnb on how to reach net zero. Good morning, Ellen. Good morning. Before we talk about Watershed, tell us about your role in Stripe before this.
1: Uh, Well, absolutely. So myself and the founders actually worked at Stripe for many years, Um, learned a lot from the the scaling of that business. Um, And... Uh, since a few years ago, actually founded founded Watershed. So um, Watershed is a software company that helps businesses measure their carbon emissions and then takes action to reduce those emissions, starting with that measurement component, meaning we help them deeply understand where in their business or supply chain emissions come from, and then we help them plan and monitor how to actually reduce those emissions. And so our experience at Stripe, building and scaling technology solutions, has really helped translate that experience over to Watershed.
0: Uh, obviously, we know Stripe in this country because the Collison brothers from uh, Limerick uh, are multi-billionaires as a result. Um, uh, in terms of getting their emissions down, you, you propose a series of actions and then it's up to these dot-com companies to carry out their actions. Is that right?
1: Somewhat. A, a lot of what we actually help them do is, yes, identify places where there are heavy emitting parts of their business. And so for a technology company, that could very well be data centers in cloud usage and then on the back of that we actually help them set targets we help them monitor actually how they're reducing against those targets and track that on an ongoing basis as well
0: okay and and uh, how do you make your money is it a is it a monthly subscription or do you find do you charge a fee per ton of carbon saved
1: it is based on an annual subscription so you can think of it like a software
0: fee all right. Now, um, in relation to data centers, uh, this is a growing concern for some people, the amount of energy soaked up by data centers in Ireland, uh, disproportionate to most other European countries. What kind of advice are you giving these dot-coms about uh, cutting back their uh, usage? Mm,
1: definitely. Well, it is definitely something that's growing. I and mean, It is a an area that typically is of concern to a lot of tech companies, especially when they start to actually peel back the hood on where all their admissions lie, very often does lie in the cloud or in data centers. We help them in a number of ways. Their reality is that not all data centers are actually created equal. And also there are a lot of choices that a technology company can make as to how they actually use those data centers. Um, And so we help them navigate that and make smart decisions on how they use data centers or how they set up data centers as part of our overall support on reductions post-measurement. So there are a number of choices that they could think about with that. The first is actually the data center location. So as I mentioned, sort of not all data centers are located um, are, are created equal. And depending on where that data center is depends on which kind of grid it's using and if that grid is using cleaner energy, meaning things like more renewables um, or not. And so we help them understand where those data centers actually lie and if they can make choices on using uh, data centers with cleaner energy. But there's also a lot of action they can actually be taking within the organization that can help them um, reduce the energy usage that they, that they use. So they could try and use data centers at lower usage times, perhaps. That's one thing that we've helped some companies, companies switch to. Or even going into kind of the nitty gritty of the technology side of things, um, even the types of processors that they use for the business can also change how uh, energy intensive and therefore carbon intensive Uh, their usage actually is so there are a number of different choices that a company can make
0: okay now when it comes to using data centers at different times of the day let's say your data center is in ireland and most of your customers are in europe um it's going to be difficult to then postpone if for example people want to start downloading videos at 8 a.m or whatever it is it's very difficult to park that then until 10 p.m that night isn't it
1: it is, but there's lots of processes within an organization that they're, in, that they're running. And so they can definitely move some processes to times of lower usage. That's definitely an option that can exist. And then where that's not possible, that's where there's choices on sort of which data center you actually want to use that's really important. And also understanding who owns those data centers. So some data center owners actually have set more ambitious net zero targets than others. And so deeply understanding uh, the path to net zero or to cleaner energy actually from the data center owners is very important as well. So there are actually a number of choices under the hood that a tech company has when making those decisions.
0: I presume working from home, by uh, like tech company employees, helps slash the carbon footprint as well.
1: It can. Um, in, in some cases, that's it, it can reduce a lot of carbon emissions if you think about things like commuting, Um, or heating these sort of mass office spaces as well. And that's actually another place that we've actually helped our customers calculate sort of what does the carbon footprint look like when you start moving away from offices or we start working in a more hybrid environment or even a fully work-from-home environment. But What they then have to think about is what's the increase in energy usage for employees at home as well? Suddenly they're heating houses during the daytime when they may not have. Um, using energy from their own home grid, and that varies, of course, with, based on where employees are based. And so, that sort of deep analysis of the work from home landscape is also something that we've worked with very closely with a number of our um, our customers.
0: Well, best of luck with it, Ellen. That's Ellen Moller there from the company Watershed. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.